and it knocked Kiki. Hey. In the building. Murder. Oh. Blood curdling murder. <laughs> we were like, Rob, are you gonna do- <laughs> We were like, Rob, tell us what you're doing today. Does it gonna have a murder in it? And he's like, No, no, there's no murder or anything. And then that's how he starts. Murder. It's not blood curdling murder. It's not what you're gonna be hearing today. Okay. <laughs> this, this guy. On how the podcast. <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Tristan. And uh, today we are going to be smoking a little marijuana. What? A little. The a devil's little lettuce. <laughs> um, and we're going to be talking about a mystery that nobody dies in. Really? Are you sure there's not a potential of death in this mystery? Yeah, you could say without a doubt no one died. Blue Skittles is what I've got here. It's a baby Jeter. It's Indica. And it has got 39.48% THC. And uh, absolutely zero CBD. Whoa, they got all the CBD out of there. Not even a little tiny bit. They didn't have room for it. In case uh, Rob bogs us down a little too much with our indica here, I've got some sativa to hopefully pick us back up with some guac too. It's got that's that's our Frankie sneezing. Uh, it's got thirty two percent THC and point zero six percent CBD. So they tried, but they couldn't quite get all the CBD out of it. So if we need it, we'll. We'll get a little pick me up with that. It's all about the pursuit of perfection, you know. Indeed. Um, I'll take this. There's a lighter over there for me. All right. So yeah, uh, no, 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 nobody, nobody dies. You know, it's a good day. It's a good day to be alive, and I'm sure everybody that I talk about in this story will still be alive by the end of it. And it's a good day to light that blunt. Yay. <laughs> It's lit. Okay. We're smoking that blunt now. It's in rotation. Uh, if you've got something at home to get nice and toasty with, uh, a little bowl perhaps, or maybe an old edible that you've kept over from the last music festival you went to, join us. Get high with us. We love getting high with our friends. It's true. And that's who you all are, our good friends. <laughs> <laughs> so today I will be talking about... Tammy Lynn Leppert. Tammy Lynn Leppert. Tammy Lynn Leppert. <laughs> okay. Let me take you back to February 5th, 1965. The number one song on the radio was You've Lost That Lovin' Feeling. Oh. You love by the Righteous Brothers. The love feeling. Whoa, that lovin' feeling. You lost that loving feeling that it's gone, gone, gone. Oh. And I can't go 
That one? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Sean Connery was fighting bad guys as James Bond in the number one movie at the box office. Nice. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Okay. And Tammy Lynn Leppert was born in Rockledge, Florida. Rockledge? Rockledge, Florida. Do we know where in Florida that Rockledge is? Yeah, it's uh, near the uh, beach. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did look it up. Uh, Leopard began entering beauty contests at the age of four. She would go on to compete in nearly 300 beauty pageants and won the majority of them, taking home about 280 crowns. Dang. Wow, little JonBenet Ramsey. Right? Mm -hmm. Leopard began modeling in her teen years even appearing on the cover of CoverGirl magazine in October 1978 at the age of 13. CoverGirl. She was the maze. People want to hire her. I like know. Her look. Sounds like things are going great. I'm sure nothing bad will befall her. <laughs> Leopard would go on to act, appearing uncredited in a few films before turning 18, and it is at this point where things get strange. So, when... She was originally from Florida. Did she move out to do acting, or was the acting in Florida? It's all in Rockledge. Okay, wow, Rockledge. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Hopping little Hollywood in the down 60s, there. Sixties, yeah. Yeah. Leppert was uncredited as a participant in a boxing match in the nineteen eighty-three teen movie Spring Break. Oh. <laughs> Man, it makes me wish we watched this before we recorded now. <laughs> I really want to see the 1983 spring team break. spring break. Yeah. yeah. How wild were they getting? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. It was reported that her legs, hips, and torso were used in the main poster for the movie. Mm, that's <laughs> such an odd way to quantify. I mean, well, uncredited in part, but yeah. her like her hips are the movie. Yeah. Well, the poster. The poster. Yeah, the poster. So, yeah. Like, yeah. In today's world, like you would get paid more for that. And I'm sure they didn't do that. I'm sure yeah, 1983. Yeah. No, no. yeah. Okay. After shooting of the film had finished, Leppert was unaccompanied, uh, went unaccompanied to a weekend party. According to testimony from her close friend, Wing Flanagan. Wait, stop. Say the name again. <laughs> Wing, Wing Flanagan. Flanagan. So Wing... That is a name for the ages. I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Leopard came home from the party, quote, a different person. Oh. In what way? Different how, you may ask? Yes, he, he asked. <laughs> In what way? In what way? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Maybe crazier than before, Wing didn't specify. Wing! wing. <laughs> we need more info than that, Wing. What's the matter with you? Leopard would go... person, yeah. is what he said. Okay. Leopard would go on to act again, uncredited, in a little movie from 1983 called Scarface or Scarfacci. I only ever read it in dorm room walls. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, Scarfacci, right? It's Italian. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Scarfacci. This guy. It's, it's, it's Al Pacino, you know, Italian. 
I feel like that was the like point of pride for every D- DVD collection on uh, MTV's <laughs> Cribs for right? a while. Yeah. Like, you gotta it's have Scarface. this one right here. Let, let me show you. And they pull out the Scarface DVD. <laughs> gotta have that in the collection, man. Uh, her role for the few that have seen the movie was the girl who was a distraction to the lookout car during the bloody chainsaw shower scene. Yeah. If you remember. I remember the bloody chainsaw shower shower scene. <laughs> I don't remember really the lookout. Wait, yeah. what movie are we talking about? Scarfacci. Oh, yeah, and Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> she, she played what now? The lookout. But no, no, it's the distraction to the lookout during a bloody chainsaw shower oh, scene. Oh, okay. So he's out He's out front supposed to be keeping a lookout. Yeah. And she's the woman who distracts him. Yeah. That is a tough part to remember in the movie, yeah. but okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Especially when if you're watching it right now. Very vivid. Yeah, I can picture the chainsaw scene very clearly. The lookout outside who got distracted by the woman. I don't have that burned into my memory <laughs> in quite the same way as the chainsaw scene. <laughs> uh, no small parts, you know. That's true. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so... Leopard returned home after the four day, uh, fourth day of filming. Uh, Leopard's mother assumed that her daughter had been afraid of being murdered by someone and that she had become overtaken by this delusion. Mm, really? Her mother had, examined, had her examined by a doctor, but after a 72-hour hold in a medical center, she was released. And according to doctor's statements, there were no signs of drug or alcohol use. You think it was someone she was working with or, like, a fan who, like, started following her after the party or... I mean, yeah, either... Or, or is it proper delusion? Like, is yeah. she not? Is she in no danger at all but just has convinced herself mm-hmm. that she is? Or, yeah, a producer or, you know... It could be so many yeah. things. A fan of hers or... Yeah. So, <clears throat> on July 6, 1983, the number one song on the radio... Was what a feeling by Irene Cara from the movie Flashdance? I don't think I know that one. What a feeling! Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Christopher Reeve was fighting bad guys as Superman in the number one movie at the box office, Superman Three. Wow. And Tammy Lynn Leppert was last seen in Cocoa Beach, Florida, just thirteen miles from where she was born. Hmm. Wow, two really fun things to this. <laughs> really turned a corner for Tammy's last appearance. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> beach, though. It sounds nice. Yeah, yeah it does. It's just 13 miles away from where she was born. Full circle. So um, she's at home with mom. How does she end up in Cocoa Beach? Well, she was reported to have worn a blue denim shirt decorated with flowers along with matching skirt, a gray purse, and sandals, though some agencies have stated that she was left without shoes or money. Oh. A friend of Leopard's told authorities that he had an argument with her while driving her from her home in Rockledge and that he left her in a parking lot. Although this unnamed man was the last person to see her alive, he is not considered a suspect, though her mother claimed that Leopard was afraid of him. So it was that guy. <laughs> the unnamed man. The, it's, it's her friend, but a friend that she was reportedly afraid of. 
That's weird. Right? I don't have too many friends that I'm afraid of. Yeah. Maybe like an ex or something like that, or I don't know. That's the, yeah, that's odd. After Leopard's disappearance, Cocoa Beach detective Harold Lewis received two telephone calls from a woman claiming Leopard was still alive. In the first call, the woman said that Leopard was uh, well and would make contact when the time was right. In the second call, the woman said that Leopard was doing what she always wanted, which was going to school and becoming a nurse. It has been speculated that Leopard may have been three months pregnant at the time of her disappearance. Oh, really? Huh. Since her disappearance... So the, maybe those two crazy kids worked it all out? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you just lay low. <laughs> Forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'll come and get you when the time is right, babe. When the heat is off. Uh... Uh, since her disappearance, there have been two major suspects in connection with Leopard's disappearance. The first being Christopher Bernard Wilder, a serial killer linked by the FBI to the murders of 12 women from Florida to California. Sounds promising. Officials say Wilder... <laughs> Hopefully it's not too promising. God. Promising lead. I really like the promising scenario number one we talked about where she's happily married with her child and a man who loves her and becoming a nurse. That's promising. I hope it's not promising that a serial killer got her. Ugh. Officials say Wilder lured women with promises of photo uh, photographing them for magazines. Even more promising... Wilder died in a shootout with police in 1984. Leopard's family sued Wilder before he was killed, but would eventually halt that process as some had doubts as to whether he was involved. Their agent also stated that she did not believe Wilder killed Leopard, and authorities have not linked Wilder to Leopard's disappearance. I would be surprised that an experienced and successful model and actress would take up a serial killer on an offer to take pictures of right. her in his van. No, they're really good pictures. Of her. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> she knows how that process is supposed to go professionally at that point. So I don't think that's a promising lead. I think she's a nurse. Here's the thing, like, There's still a lot of like terrible sexism type stuff that goes down in this industry. So I can only imagine... In the 60s, what people thought they oh, had that's to a do good point. to get a fucking job. So, yeah, I guess that is plausible, potentially. I just like to think it's not that plausible, because right. I don't want her to have been murdered by this horrible serial killer. Well, there's also the possibility of John Crutchley. A Another serial killer? Crutchley. A convicted kidnapper and oh, rapist God, who is suspected no. of killing as many as 30 women. No. Fits the bill. Uh, Crutchley, a.k.a. the Vampire Rapist, oh, was arrested yikes. in 1985 in Malabar, Florida, only 27 miles from where Leopard was last seen. I knew there'd be murder. Crutchley would eventually commit suicide in prison in 2002. Oh, fuck. I said nobody would die in this. <laughs> <laughs> There's already been two different serial killers. Yeah, but nobody nobody specific. I never connected a name with a death. 
I know. He I said the, he also died in a shootout earlier. No, no, the other guy. That was the first sus suspect. So yes, yeah, so that's two deaths, I'm saying. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is true. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's well, a lot of dying. I, can't, I guess you can't really avoid it, you know. <laughs> I am who I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to start with the dark mystery first. <laughs> Leopard's mother theorized that her daughter could have been murdered due to her knowledge of local drug trafficking. I don't really she know. She did deep research when she went out for Scarface. She was like, "I got, uh, I got to know the underbelly of this." Yeah, right. Right, like how. I don't know how much this actress or bottle knew about drug trafficking, but I guess her mother thinks that she did. Huh. Uh, her mother said Leopard exhibited signs of paranoia as she was cautious about consuming food and would not drink from open containers. Interesting. So maybe the, maybe her paranoia was just evolving. Maybe she had a head injury from the boxing movie on spring break or something. Because it, it feels like it does kind of it started from that point where like she came back a changed woman. Or yeah. Whatever. So like what happened at that? Did someone drug her and she had such a profound yeah. experience that it changed her? In or a did something way. negative happen yeah. and traumatized her? Yeah. Or did she see something she wasn't supposed to see? Somebody S getting murdered. She saw a mobster. Yeah. Killing uh, Jimmy the Fish. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you thought you was coming here to a party and you walked in on me killing Jimmy the Fish. <laughs> so we gotta talk. <laughs> Wait, is Jimmy Fish the same Jimmy from the corner who knows everything? <laughs> Uh-oh. You're, you're a reliable source. <laughs> from a previous episode. Yep. That's all I got on the uh, disappearance of Tammy Lynn Leppert. Um... There's uh, no 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 sign of her, no trace, no nothing. I'm gonna go with, you know, that first scenario, and not even with that guy. Just she herself was wanted able to be a to, nurse and get yeah, out and raise yeah. a kid or whatever. Just wanted a simple, normal life. She she got into the belly of the beast. She seen it. She didn't like what she saw. Make an exit. Maybe she had to go and witness protection like her mom for whatever reason thinks she knows drug trafficking so maybe it was like an fbi situation where they were like listen we can get you out of the country we can set you up with a new name and mm -hmm. identity uh just go to Cocoa beach at this time right <laughs> that's always potentially possible maybe she got caught in something at that party like you say and yeah who knows i Just mean to say. there's no like sightings that i could see from like this person saw her two weeks later at this place because, like, I right. was thinking it could be like she went, uh, like, you know, I don't know, paranoid or whatever. Uh, it's happened in a couple other mysteries where people just kind of have a bit of a break in their sanity and then they go into like a fugue state and like they don't um, know who they are or where they're going. That could have possibly happened. Yeah. Sure. Unless it is like what Colin's saying because. In many movies and TV shows, I've seen them do this. The FBI will hire actors and models to infiltrate and be like, you know. Oh, you're thinking like a sleeper agent kind yeah, of Yeah, like they brought her in as like a spy 
and then uh, you know, like, hey, you're able to get in some places, so we want you to wear wire or whatever. <laughs> She's been recruited <laughs> yeah, for MI6. We saw you in the pageant game. And, uh, <laughs> saw you got 280 crowns. Well, right. uh, <laughs> we saw how distracting you were in Scarface, so we thought we'd have you distract some you bad got the guys. Best <laughs> and abs in the game. Got that poster in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't even remember the chainsaw scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember you, kid. <laughs> you gotta save America. FBI, they definitely be changing faces. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I Something mean, but she might draw. be a different part in the scheme. I was thinking she could be a distraction for another spy to get in the building. Okay, or they're like, we seen your distraction work. Yeah, we like it. We need you as a as a support agent in the field. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe her whole life was distracting America. Like, maybe there was a big war going on between 1965 and, <laughs> and 1983. Oh, there were a few wars. This is the USA. There's always some war. Yeah, right? At least she was distracting us from an entire war. And that's what her existence was. And now she's distracting people. <laughs> On another planet. Oh, on another planet? <laughs> yeah, that's why they took her off of this one. She, her business was done. Now she's distracting Mars. Okay, so she's in the men in black now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she fell into a time hole, you know? Like oh, yeah. Went through parallel worlds or something, just like went... Like, We've talked dimension. about... We talked about the possibility of like a, a time sphere if you will, mm -hmm. where it was like if somebody teleports in time into our reality, they have to like take a sphere of influence with them. Uh, it could be that she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. A time traveler hopped through. <laughs> Only grounded theories you know, <laughs> from high mystery based we never in science and reality. Yeah, we never even discussed the theory that she was uh, found Bigfoot and now she's part of the Bigfoot community. <laughs> I think it would be more like a swamp Bigfoot, right? It would yeah. be a Florabama, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Florabama swamp thing. Yeah. What is that? The, the skunk ape, yes. I think? Something like that. I feel like they have a specific name for it in Florida. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, for those that don't know uh, Rockledge and uh, Cocoa Beach, like I said, 13 miles away, but uh, it's right on the uh, uh, East Coast, so okay. it, it faces the Atlantic. Okay. Where it is on the peninsulas, north or south, I do not know. Gotcha. So not so swamp. Not so swamp. It's right on, yeah, right on the beach. More beachy. Um, beachy cane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it for this episode of High Mystery. We did it, guys. I'm, I'm just glad we were there and we witnessed it. I agree. I mean, I really wish so many people didn't have to die, but... If I'm, if I'm opening my mouth, there's somebody that's <laughs> I mean, two serial killers in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But the people I even looked into the, their, their Wikipedias and, oh, boy. Yikes. Oh, boy. But the people who actually died... Were the serial killers, right? Yeah, I so mean that's. Not, not well, I'm so glad victims. they had a happy ending. But we didn't really. 
know about their victims. <laughs> oh no, the, the deaths yeah. in this yes. the victims don't yes. even have a voice. Oh no, <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm Tristan. I'm Colin. Bye. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.